Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 202 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, live 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook, as well as on Instagram over at Comic Anthony D. But as always, the podcast is available at KMF Podcast. I'm sorry, KMF Pod, KMF Podcast. .podbean.com. It's still weird saying it. I, I know I, every week I mess it up, but it is available. KMFpodcast.podbean.com as well as on iTunes. And while you're there, please do not forget to five-star rate and review. This is really important since changing the name. We're in different categories now. I need those five-star rate and reviews. So if you're listening to the podcast, you enjoy it, please go over to iTunes, five-star rate and review. It would mean so much to me. Thank you. Patreon, maybe a bonus episode, uh, not this week, the next week there'll be a bonus episode because next week I have a guest. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash KMF podcast, become a member as well, and you'll have access to the bonus episodes as well as future bonus episodes coming up. And um, I put up there for fun, I talked about it last week as well, but there is a link to a podcast I used to do called Organized Chaos. It's from four years ago. It's actually right around Thanksgiving time four years ago, and it chronicles um, the longest, worst first date I ever had. So check that out. Become a member at patreon.com slash podcast. Built Bar is dropping new flavors like crazy. I actually just got an order in the mail. I get peanut butter brownie. That's, that's, that's how I roll. That's my jam. And you can get yours over at builtbar.com. Use code WWBROPODCAST. Save yourself at least 10% off your order. Sail Away Coffee. I think the sleigh ride's still available. Um, so get it while supplies last over at sailawaycoffee.com. Use code WWBRO10. Save 10% off your order over at sailawaycoffee.com. And I, for me, I just like the regular nitro brew. That's that's my uh, that's my thing. Nitro brew, a built bar, and a cigar. And you could call me a happy camper or as happy as I'll be. That that's what works for me. So definitely check that out. I still do have the link in my link tree for my buddy John Ziegler. His um GoFundMe is live and available. You can donate what you have, when you have, whenever you can. Uh go to my link tree over at Comic Anthony D. Uh my buddy John Ziegler's battling cancer. He's doing a, I, I guess a great job, but he's he's fighting the good fight. I'll put it that way. I'm gonna say doing a great job. Um Kind of sounded weird, but he, I just talked to him actually uh, before I came on and uh, I, I tell him I always, you know, I mention it and he's very thankful to anybody who, and, and will uh, donate whatever they can. I know it's tough, the holiday season, but um, if you can, it's over my link tree at Comic Anthony D. Uh, so uh, let's get into it this week, a fun topic, maybe not, but um I think it's a topic that needs to be talked about more, especially with men. And I've talked about it in the past, especially this year. I've dealt with it, but I I really want to uh, get into a little bit of my week um, because it was very present. And that's anxiety. That's living with anxiety, dealing with anxiety, what triggers it, how to deal with it. Um, And yeah, it's, it's okay to talk about it. I know for, you know, for a man, you know, we have that macho thing. That doesn't allow us or sometimes allow us to talk about things like that or or anything that's a perceived weakness. And for me, you know, when it first happened to me, 
that I had a, a bad anxiety attack as an adult. It was probably like two, three years ago, and I I looked at it as total weakness. I I was ashamed. I was embarrassed. I was actually praying there was something wrong with me. Like I actually wanted there to be like a physical ailment that was causing this. Like uh, you know that my heart was going to explode or. I had something wrong with me. I'm like, no, the ha- I, to hear an anxiety attack, you know, you, this is how I felt. I felt it was silly, you know, that I, no, you know, not that it is silly, because believe me, it's a very serious thing, but I felt silly. I felt like I wasted people's time. I felt like, you know, I, it was an embarrassment. I mean, my dad take me to the hospital. You know, he knew I was okay. So... You know, we, we you, you bury that deep down inside. You don't deal with it. You don't talk about it. You know, maybe I should have gone to therapy after that. But, you know, the realistic thing is I'm probably not going to. Um, even though it would probably help, but I, I just can't. I don't know. Maybe I'll do something like, you know, the virtual therapy. This way, if they're bothering me, I could just log off. But, you know, um, yeah, it, dealing with as a, as a man... You know, we have that caveman software deep down. You know, I know it's the age of PC and, you know, er, you know, being, you know, in touch with your feelings and, and showing your sensitive side. But, you know, under it all is caveman software running there. And, you know, uh, for me, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thick headed um, and I do. I, I, I get embarrassed by it. I still do, even though I'm very open about it and I talk about it. Uh, I want other people to talk to me if they're going through it. When I, you know, when I do have anxiety, I am very, very embarrassed by it and ashamed in a way. Uh, for, for a number of reasons. One, I, I think that maybe I shouldn't, I should deal with whatever is going on in my life that I shouldn't have this, that I should be an adult enough to, and then this is, I'm not saying this is for anybody else. I'm talking me, how I'm feeling. I don't want people like, oh, Anthony's insensitive. No, it's not the case. I'm very sensitive to this subject. I'm saying how I feel about it and how it makes me feel. You know, believe me, I would love to talk about how it makes you feel, you know, but I'm just saying, don't twist it. Don't twist my words. And that's crazy the day and age we live in where I have to actually say that before because I, I know what's going on already. People just like tune into a certain part of the podcast and hear me say that without what I said before. It's like, oh, Anthony's not sensitive and whatever. This is me just deflecting because I, you know, it's a difficult subject to talk about. There's another another case though, um, but you know, so when it comes on, it, it's it's the worst. It it, it feels absolutely um, like the worst feeling ever. And you know, uh, for me, it's always like I I feel like my heart's about to explode, and then my heart head starts going like, okay, you know, you're overweight. You put weight back on. Maybe your heart is exploding. Um, and then I try to remember, like, when I had last year, it was actually almost a year ago, in February, when they, when the EMS came to work, I just started doing my breathing. I checked my heart rate. I, I, you know, I noticed that my fingertips will be numb on my left hand. And the guy said, that's uh, an indication of anxiety. So if my fingertips are numb, I'm okay. Or that tingly feeling in them. And I will get through it that way. But um, 
Yeah, the, the you know, I got a question here that says, are there specific things that set off your anxiety or can it be anything? It's both. You know, I had a, a panic attack not too long before I moved into here where it woke me up out of a sleep and that was the first time that ever happened. I don't know what I was dreaming about, but I woke up and I had that feeling like, you know, the walls are closing in on me. My my chest starts tingling. Um, it tightens up. Um, I get that really anxious and nervous feeling. And like, I mean, one thing I, I don't have is the trouble breathing with that. Like I, I could I could breathe and I can control my breathing, which is good. I know some people who have anxiety or panic attacks, they they lose their breath and, and they hyperventilate almost. I don't have that. Um I just what I did that night was I just got up. I got a glass of water. I took some CBD oil, sat on the couch, and I fell asleep on the couch, and I went back to bed. Um, but no, it could be one. It could be a, definitely a thing. Like, I could be thinking about something stressful, and here it comes, and then it could be just, you know, sitting on the couch, and and I guess subconsciously my mind is going, and I am thinking about things. And, you know, for a while I kind of knew what it was, and, some you know I I don't know I, I wish I could just pinpoint one thing I'm kind of babbling a little bit because this one the subject makes me really nervous and uncomfortable and two I really don't you know to, to pinpoint it sometimes it's hard. Um, Tracy who was on the podcast a few weeks ago says CBD oils really do help. I gargle that I love it. It's it absolutely does help. You know I had something. Um, the other day, I was, well, actually, it was two nights ago. I felt it coming on. I took some CBD before bed. I drank some water. I relaxed, and I was out. And it, it didn't really bother me for the rest of the night. Um, it, it was This week, it was on and off. It was definitely on and off this week. I'm going to say it started last Saturday. I told you guys about that uh, the night before my nephew's football games. I had bad anxiety, couldn't pinpoint it, didn't know it was really uh, causing it. And then during that week, it was just on and off. I even have it like I'm, I go down to the cigar lounge sometimes and I'm sitting there and I feel it come on. Um, am I more stressed these days? I wouldn't say I'm stressed. I have more concerns, you know, it's like, you know, living here now, it's, you know, it's not the safety of being in your childhood home and your dad being your landlord and things like that. It's the like the real world a little bit. Um, so there is, you know, I have a bigger nut to cover each month. Um, so, you know, figuring that out and, you know, still try, still wanting to do things that, you know, I, I regularly do and just trying to figure all that into a month. Yeah, that's stressful. Um, but I wouldn't say that's, that maybe, I don't know, maybe it is ca causing some of the problems. But, you know, again, I, I want to also say, though, in the same breath, I'm happy here. I, I like where I live. I'm, I, I really like this apartment. Um, enjoying my, the short time I've been here. Uh, just starting to really feel like home. And I, I do like, I am I am okay living alone. I do like living alone. 
I call this my fortress of solitude because that's, you know, it really is. I, I like it here. I like coming home from work sometimes and cooking up some dinner and watching TV and, and preparing some stuff for the podcast and, and doing all those things. I, I don't have to have people around me. I don't have to, you know, see people. That's okay. I'm okay that way. I've always been that way. Um, so in the same breath as far as saying, yeah, like a lot of the things that have come with this new apartment stress me out. It's, it's not because I don't like it here. I don't think I made a wrong decision. Like, that's that's one of the things I was actually worried about before I, I moved in, of course, because that's natural to think about. You know, here I am now in a new place. Is this the right place? Is this, You know, did I make the right decision? You know, what happens if I want to back out? Can I back out? Those things I all worried about before. But I knew as soon as I got in here, it was a, it was a good decision. And I was actually talking to my dad about it the other day. And I said, like, you know, it's just... A great situation. You know, the guy lives downstairs. Doesn't bother me. I don't bother him. We both come and go as we please. Um, it's not a situation like where I had meeting people before I moved into this place. All their rules and regulations. House quiets down at nine. Nobody's allowed in, in your apartment. And I, I don't have that. I have like, you know, I'm, it's like, you know, this is my place and come and go as I want and I can have people over and whatever. The house doesn't quiet down. And I, for a while I was stressed. I didn't think I was going to find something. It's got to the point where I was like, I looked at so many different places. Didn't like it. I feel like I'm going off way topic. I'm going off the topic here. I wanted to talk about anxiety. I'm going back into the whole finding a place stuff, uh, which I apologize if it seems repetitive. Um, anyway, I digress and I'll get back to what I was talking about. So this week really would, would triggered, uh, a, a, a lot of anxiety and stress was work. Um, you know, I, in general, I have a way of doing things and it's either my way or there's no other way. That's just how I operate. I don't communicate sometimes very well with people. I don't listen to their ideas. Uh, if I think a way, I have my ways of doing things and it's not necessarily the right way, but it's my way. And, you know, I'm, I'm one person in my department and from, I do things that makes my day and week flow with the least amount of problems and stress and where the productivity stays high. So they, we hired somebody at work, kind of helped me out with some things and uh, I showed you know, then what to do. And it was explaining some things and they were training with somebody else. And I noticed something and I said, listen, don't do this because of this. And, you know, you get met with like, well, is they'll have they'll have it and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, they give you their point of view and, you know, everybody wants to reinvent the wheel, even though it's, you know, wheels nice. It's round. It works. Get your places. Um, everybody's like, you know, if we just put like a little, a flat part on the wheel, this way it stops and then goes and stops and goes. This way it's, I don't know. It'll be like a nice little groove to it. You know, people trying to reinvent things. So, of course, what I said happened and these things we sent out came back and I, I lost it. I was like, you know, it's, I don't know. I don't know why I got so crazy with it. Um, 
Because it's frustrating. I guess it was just frustrated that, you know, that's another thing when I say things because I do joke around a lot and I do try to make the a light of a situation and make the office, you know, like a fun place. I think when I say things sometimes it doesn't come across as serious and anything that makes my job harder or more difficult, I try to avoid. And here it was. And I just was like, you know, just lost it. Like I thought then the anxiety kicked in and I was, you know, took my CBD oil. I tried to relax, but I was a little on edge the rest of the day and probably into that night. And I think that's what caused that, that, that uh, anxiety that night. Saturday was a whole different kind of anxiety. Um, I wasn't feeling great. Um, I've been very open and honest about the weight I put back on since last year. And I I don't feel as good as I used to. Um, I'm not as comfortable as I used to be. And it weighs, pardon the pun, weighs very heavy on me. Um, it's just, you know, it's it's a stress that I have because I know where I was last year and I, I know where I, I was on the whole, on the scale of things. And, and um, again, a bad pun, but I was, I was happy and I was in a good place and I was losing weight and I was the lowest I ever been as an adult. And I thought that by now I'd be even further along. I didn't expect to be where I am now, but I'm not making an excuse. Here I am. I have to deal with it. Um, what I do stress about that is, you know, any physical things that could happen medical wise, you know, like, uh, like a heart attack or diabetes or all these other things that come with being overweight as an adult. I stress about that constantly. You know, and again, like, oh, you stress about it so much. Maybe you should just do something about it. I'm trying. Um, but that adds into my anxiety, too. And I guess Saturday, everything just came to a head. And I really didn't go anywhere until, like, later in the afternoon. I went to my brother's for a little bit. Had dinner there. Um... And then went down to the cigar lounge to watch the Islanders game, which the Islanders are giving me anxiety too. In like a sports way. Only other way they could do it, really. Uh, the, my Islanders have lost 11 in a row. They haven't won a game in a month. This is supposed to be the season of the Stanley Cup. And I don't think it's happening. But whatever. Uh, let me get back to my point. So... I didn't sleep really well at all on Saturday. Um, I took the CBD oil and stuff and I relaxed, but I just, I didn't sleep great. I I had a lot on my mind and I came to a decision um, as far as my my weight loss and what I'm going to do. And I'm going to keep it private. I know that's kind of weird for this because this podcast is kind of was in, was created. Um, for me to share a lot of things. But the one thing I'll just, I'll just share is that I, I am back on track as of today. And I don't plan on stopping. I mean, I'm really, you know, made a conscious effort, you know, to 
go out and food shop this weekend and have the stuff in the house where I don't have to go out for food at all. I mean, here it is. It's here. I have no excuse. I have um, everything I need here. And I don't want to, you know, go away from that plan. And I, I think, again, I think a lot of my anxiety is tied into that is tied into where I was and what I want to be. And, you know, and the reason why I want to keep this also private um, even more than before and, you know, talking about it like this is not really private, but I just, it's stressful to talk about it on social media. It's stressful to post weigh-ins. It's stressful for me to talk about really anything I'm doing. Um, and I'm not saying it's not anybody that stresses me out. I stress myself out. I give myself, you know, anxiety over it and panic. Um, though I don't want to have to answer that. I want to be able to just do my program. This is for me this time. This is, I need to, to do this. Um, so I've made the conscious effort to try something and I kind of got a, um, a gentleman's agreement with my buddy, John Arpino. Um, he's, I think we got like to May, I think that was the, the agreement. Uh, no, not May to March. Um, He wants me to seriously consider surgery. Um, and I told him if I didn't lose a certain amount by by March, uh, I will I will open that that conversation again. I, I don't I don't want surgery. Um, I could do this. That's the frustrating thing. I, I know I could do this. I know I can. And I wanted that's 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 the thing too. It's like, you know that I'm going to do it again and I'm going to shove it, you know, shove it down my own throat and be like, no, no, here you go. This is now, you know, you've talked about this for a year now. I mean, it's, it's enough. Um, and I, you know, I just, I haven't gained back all my weight. I'm still down a significant amount. I'm down over a hundred pounds and you know, that's great, but it's not, it's, it's creeping back up to that. And I, I have to, I have to put an end to it. And I came on here a month ago. I came on here at the beginning of November with this grand master plan. Uh, it didn't happen. Um, so back to the drawing board as always. Uh, and I, I think that's a big contributing figure to uh, my anxiety is my, my weight and you know, not wanting to feel like I'm going to die every second. I mean, I literally have that feeling. and It's the scariest thing ever, like where I'm just waiting for my heart to explode. Um, I don't know if anybody else has had that, but that's, that's where my anxiety brings me. You know, when I'm trying to sleep or, I, you know, and I even stopped wearing a Fitbit because I would get crazy looking at my heart rate. You know, what if it elevates, uh, it's going too low, it's doing this. So for the meantime, I've stopped wearing my Fitbit or my Apple Watch because it really does uh, drive me crazy. Uh, so I uh, 
doing all these things to try to like, you know, take my way, you know, my get my way back into it. And so today was day one. You know, and I, I look at it like, listen, you know, there's people that relapse, you know, or alcoholics or drug addicts. And um, this is my thing. Food has always been a problem with me, an issue. And uh, I'm struggling. And this, it's uh, not fun. And it's causing a lot of stress and. And I don't know if I really stuck to the subject tonight or and it was a big mishmash of stuff, but I need to get a lot off my chest tonight, and I'm glad I did. Um, That's always what this podcast has been great for. I'm trying to, you know, maybe lighten it up a little bit and uh, not be so serious all the time, but it's it wasn't that kind of week. Um, but we'll get there. I'm I'm excited for this change. You know, I'm excited to meal prep for tomorrow. Have everything going. I even bought a little piece of steak for seven million dollars. I'm uh I've never made it in this air fryer. I gotta talk to my friend um Tracy Carnazzo who sent me the Ninja Foodie, which is absolutely the most generous thing anybody's ever done. Well, one of the most, you know, not generous, but you know what I'm talking about. I'm not excluding anybody who's done generous things for me. I'm just saying she did something very generous for me, and she sent me a Ninja Foodie. And um, I've never made steak in it, and I'm kind of curious how to do that, so i got to talk to her about it because uh, I don't want it. I want it bloody. I want it bleeding, booming when I, when I cut into it. That's how I like my steak. Anyway, no one cares how I like my steak. You'll see a picture of it on Instagram. Because I Instagram everything. Um, I don't even think it was a, a horrible weekend. There was a lot of fun things this weekend. Uh, my brother Mike turned 40 on Friday. So that was uh, a good time. We went over to his friend's house and celebrated his birthday there. There was a bunch of kids running around. Um... And then Saturday, we buy there a little bit. And then yesterday, we watched the football games by his house and had some good food. And it was a good day. It was a good, it was a good weekend. I know I was talking about the anxiety and stress of everything, but besides that, I actually managed to have a really good time this weekend. Um, one that I didn't didn't want to end because, you know, that means the work week and everything else, but... It was fun. It was fun. Now, it's crazy that I just tell my dad that he's got now two kids that are in their 40s, which is weird to even think that me and my brother are both in our 40s because it was like we were, um, you know, just teenagers, you know, back in high school, like yesterday. Even younger than that, you know, like telling his kids, you know, the older one picks on the middle one, the two boys, they fight. And I tell Lucas all the time, I said, you know, Rocco's going to be bigger than you one day. He's going to knock the shit out of you. And he's like, it's never going to happen. I'm like, well, I'm telling you from experience, it happens. You know, my brother's about, I was probably like 17. My brother was 14 when that kind when those tables kind of turned. And my parents just laughed when it happened. 
I was um, I got a new Giants hat, and I was waving at my brother's face and hitting him with it. And he hit me and threw me off the couch, and I landed on the Giants hat, and the brim bent every way except the right way. It was ruined. And I, I kind of looked at my parents with the hat in my hand. Hopefully they were going to say something, and they just... They were just laughing at me. And they're like, I told you it was going to happen. So I kind of tell that to, to Lucas that that's going to happen to him with Rocco. Um, history always repeats itself. But anyway, enough about that. Um, again, this episode, I know it was a lot of different things came out. You had a lot of different angles. Uh, I wanted to talk about anxiety. I did to the best of my ability, but... Um, it is a difficult subject for me to talk about, but I am hoping to have somebody on soon. I'll find uh, a, a guest or something that we could, you know, get into it more, more, you know, more educated look at it than my uh, feeble-minded, <laughs> my feeble-mindedness. Anyway, I want to thank everybody who joined us on Instagram Live over at Comic Anthony D and everybody on Facebook Live. This has been episode 202 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast with me, your host, Anthony Domenico. As always, the podcast is available at kmfpodcast.podbean.com, as well as on iTunes. And while you're there, five-star rate and review. Very important, since we changed the name to get those five-star rate and reviews in. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. My best friend Nick wrote this song. It's also available on iTunes. And while you're there, check out his new band, Demon Scar. That's right. Dropping new music every month. Just released a live album, Live at Beery's. Check it out. Demonscar.bandcamp.com Long Island, only one place to go for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show and then get yourself an Uncle Cheese, the best sandwich out there. Finn'sDeli.com I want to thank everybody who's listening to us on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Play, on Amazon, on any of your podcast listening devices. This has been episode 202. I will talk to you all next week. Have a good one.